Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Northwest Career Services Assistant Director Travis Klein. And I am Hannah Christian, the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And today's guest on our show, little drum roll, is... Elizabeth Motazdi. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. Thank you all for having me. I'm really excited when you all reached out to me. This is um, something I remember listening to as a freshman and incoming student. So to be here on this podcast is really exciting. I guess I can give a little intro about myself. My name is Elizabeth Motazdi. I'm currently a junior here at Northwest. I'm from Joplin, Missouri. Um, My major is social studies education, and I serve as the 100th Student Senate executive president so speaking technically the president of the student body and so i've learned a lot in that position i've held that in my junior year here at northwest and so i pretty much serve as that liaison between the students and faculty staff alumni and friends i'm here at northwest welcome we're yes. very excited to have you on thank our podcast you. thank you so you're fun from fact, joplin yeah yeah i was gonna say fun fact <laughs> also from southwest missouri uh, I graduated from East Newton High School, so little wow. high school slightly east of there. Uh, I personally always love to see students who come from that part of the state because there's not very many of us. So no, hi, there's not. To you. <laughs> I used to recruit that part yeah. of the state in Joplin specifically, and it's oh. real hard in Joplin because you have so much stuff kind of in mm-hmm. that corner of the state. So how did you find Northwest? How did you make your way from Joplin up 71 here to Maryville? So you're correct. Not a lot of people um, from that area go to Northwest. And that's exactly why I went to Northwest, because I wanted to really reach a new level of people in a new area that um, none of my friends were going to. And so I kind of found that at Northwest. I initially toured Northwest because it's kind of funny. So obviously we have Missouri Southern um, in that area and then Pittsburgh State in that area. And I knew of Northwest because both of those colleges always got beat by Northwest in sports. And I know that sounds horrible, but then I was like, what is this school here? I should check this out. And so sure enough, I looked Northwest up online. I went ahead and just applied. I think it was, uh, I don't even remember. I think it took me like 20 minutes, not even. And I applied to go to Northwest. And sure enough, I got a letter in the mail. And I instantly got just um, one of those admission scholarships off the bat. And so that was really, really exciting. So my parents encouraged me to tour here. And I went ahead and came up here toward, fell in love with the place, saw myself going here, loved the campus size, the textbook lap- laptop program, all of that. And I decided this was the place for me. So I didn't tour anywhere else, which is shocking because there's a lot of colleges in my area where you can tour. And so I didn't do any of that. I said, Northwest is the place. And of course, I have siblings and all of them when they would go to school tour in multiple places. So for me to just tour one and decide that this is the place for me, I think kind of maybe scared my parents a little bit because they were like, "Are does, is she sure she knows? But I was positive and I was content. So that's kind of how I found Northwest. And I've loved it ever since because it really has felt like my home. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of my story. It is a little unique. I know no one. I came to school knowing absolutely no one here. And um, I wanted to make as many friends as possible and kind of reach this new level of people. And that's exactly what I did. So I was I'm very satisfied with my choice, um, obviously. And yeah, I love Northwest. So 
Tell me about uh, why you chose the major you did. That's a really interesting question. So I, from a really young age, I always thought I wanted to be a teacher, but never really, told, I never really went through with it. But I, I mean, I remember from a very young age, my teacher teaching in class and thinking to myself like, oh, when I'm a teacher one day, I'm going to do it like this, or I'm going to do it like this, or I would never do this. And so I actually came to college as a business major because I did FBLA in high school, Future Business Leaders of America, for those of you who don't know. And so I enjoyed FBLA. So I was like, might as well come in as a business major. Well, a really fun fact about me, and you can tell kind of by the social studies part in my major, is that I'm horrible at math, um, science, accounting, finance, anything like that. And so they had me taking accounting courses, finance, all that. And I really disliked it. It's not for me. And if it's for you, props to you, but it's not for me. And so I was taking those courses and really was like, oh, I, I don't like this one bit. And I was in a history class um, just to take as for one of my core classes in the Northwest core. And this is why they have you take core classes, everyone, because I was in this class and I absolutely loved it. It was history since 1877, American history since 1877. And I loved it. I didn't want the class to end. I wanted to keep learning. And so the teacher, the professor actually came up to me, Dr. Alyssa Ford. She's the one who, she runs the honors college. She's fantastic. And she came up to me after class one day and was like, what's your major? And I was like, you know, I'm not really sure. And she was like, have you considered a degree in social studies, history, something of that sort? And I was like, well, I'm kind of thinking of being a teacher, but I don't really know what I would teach. And she was like, well, there you go. So I switched my major, started taking those classes and loved them. And that's, yeah, from there, that's where I've been going. And so it's a little bit of an interesting story. I wish looking back, I would have just came in undecided and let the wind take me where it did. Um, but I have no regrets. But yeah, that's kind of how I landed at social studies, social studies education. I feel that with the business. I was a broadcasting major for yeah. many of those same reasons. So, <laughs> yeah. so totally understand that. It's, so I'm interested, you mentioned student Senate. So how mm -hmm. did you get involved with student government right away when you got here as a freshman? Was that something you built up to? When did you start getting involved with that here on campus? My older brother was also involved in student Senate in college. Um, I was also involved in student council, Stuco, we called it in high school. And so that was just kind of something I did. But I came to Northwest and saw that I went to the org fair, the organization fair, and went up to the student senate booth. I signed my name on a sheet of paper and I got an email a couple of days later about elections. And so I wasn't really involved at that point. So I was like, you know, I might as well just give it a try. I run for freshman class elections. I win and I start going to meetings and I end up really falling in love with student senate, just the people in it, the process, Parley Pro, you name it. I was totally geeked out over this organization. And so I continued to be in it, kind of worked my way up this ladder, um, joined committees, started running my own committee eventually. And I really was just immersed in this organization. And then it kind of came, elections came in question. And of course, they always, the people above you always try to facilitate, you know, who's going to be the next this, who's going to be doing this. And I had the president before me talk to me and text me in like October of my sophomore year and was like, you should consider running for president. And I was like, mm, that's not for me. I think I'm going to wait a little bit. And she was like, no, like, I mean it. Like, I, I wouldn't reach out to you unless I really wanted you to do this. So I really started thinking about it. And then I ran for president and won. So that was really exciting, especially um, I didn't think I'd do this my junior year. But again, I loved it so much. So 
I think my journey in student senate is fully the, the definition of you can truly start small and just work your way up that ladder and grow as an individual and a leader. And that's definitely kind of how I got there. So people always ask me like, how'd you get here? And I literally just say, I ran, I ran for freshman class elections. And that's how I got here because you really just kind of work your way up there. So that's my story. It starts really small, but um, here I am now, but I'm very blessed to say the least. That's the second time in the last few episodes the org fair has gotten shouted out. So all you freshmen <laughs> coming exactly in, what I was gonna say. you yeah. go to the org fair yeah. because it can literally change your life. So that's twice you've heard it now. Absolutely. Yeah. Sign my name on a sheet of paper and here I am. So get involved, get involved, get engaged, get involved. Yeah, absolutely. So social studies education, mm-hmm. uh, talk to us about maybe where your future journey might lead you. Sometimes I'm not even sure, <laughs> but... I am really passionate about leading others and teaching others. If you know, like Enneagrams and stuff, I'm like the type two personality where I'm just, I have a big heart. I love caring for people. I love teaching people. And so with that, it's kind of interesting because I've thought I've always wanted to be a teacher, but with my role in student center, I'm kind of thinking of going to law school. And so I think what I'm going to do, and this is kind of what's in my head right now, and this might change in a couple of months, um, but that's okay. Um, but I think right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to student teach, teach for a couple of years, just so I can kind of see how I like that. And then from there, I'll either go to law school or I'll get my master's in education leadership and then kind of work my uh, my way up and get my PhD. I know I want to do something like more with my degree and continue to be in school because I love learning and I, I love being in school, honestly. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. Another shameless plug, I went to the career fair and to, I talked to a lot of school districts there and they really impressed me with their processes and hiring new teachers and stuff. And so that's kind of what's leading me to um, teach for a couple of years and then see like where I really am at there. Northwest, of course, was a a teacher's college. So training educators has always kind of been our bread and butter. And kudos to the partnerships that we have with the school districts who come and come to career day and who seek out our students. And we love that we're able to develop students such as yourself and to help serve in that way. I mean, honestly, Enneagram, if I had to type Northwest, it would be a type two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I used to give tours. I got a little bit too busy and I was honestly, unfortunately, not able to kind of continue with that. But we'd always, you know, hype up like career fair, org fair, um, all that, like in my university seminar classes, similar to that too, like you're always hyping it up. And then you actually like use it. And then you're like, wow, that was amazing. And it's like, go everyone, like, we're not just saying this, like, we truly mean this, like, this is an amazing opportunity. And so I always say that I'm like, I'm not just talking, like, I'm, I'm actually saying this, because the opportunities that Northwest provides for you are impeccable and I mean seriously really unique because I know a lot of universities out there do not provide those opportunities. With Student Senate, I think I don't think students who aren't involved with it realize how much Student Senate does and how much kind of outside of just the meetings you guys do. Yeah. So what are some of the things maybe that people don't realize you guys are doing as student senators um, to kind of help you like you said be a liaison yeah. between the admin and the students. What does that actually entail? We do a lot. So first off, a lot of people don't understand that Student Senate has a very large budget 
that can benefit you as students and your organizations. So I'll just name a couple of examples. And I'm just saying this off the top of my head. We had Bearcat Golf Club come in last week, ask for $1,500. We were able to approve that and give that to Bearcat Golf Club so they can go on a trip for their golfing tournament. That's huge because one, Northwest doesn't have a men's golf team. And so we still have people who are able to participate in golf, but also we're able to support them monetary wise to where they're not having a large financial burden on this trip. That is literally to name one example, because I can't even think of all the organizations we've had coming this year. We also have a rollover budget. And so that rollover budget is pretty much the funds that don't necessarily get used because we had COVID and then also just sometimes costs are different certain years. And that rollover budget adds up to like the 10,000s. And so we donated $25,000 to Martindale Hall. With that, we actually had an alumni a past student Senate president matched that $25,000 and donate $50,000 in the name of student Senate. So student Senate can have its own room. With that, we have more in our rollover budget. And so we're having an organization actually come next week to ask for, I think it's like $7,000 so we can get permanent hammock stands um, to put up so students can hang up their hammocks. And so we do a lot on campus that I don't think people necessarily notice. That signed by Mabel Cook, that new one, that was Student Senate. Um, we gotcha. It's, I don't think it's an organization, but it's a group of people on this campus who provide free feminine hygiene products in bathrooms here at Northwest. That was Student Senate. And so we're doing a lot of that that has that lasting impact. But also with that, I think we're really just, it really is an awesome way to cultivate leaders for not only the future, but other organizations. The thing that I love so much about Student Senate is that we have a lot of leaders in there who are active in other organizations. And I'm talking like presidents of their organizations, taking big, big leadership positions in other places on campus, homecoming committees, president of their sororities, president of other organizations with large amounts of people. So it's really not only we're facilitating leaders for the future, but we're facilitating leaders elsewhere on campus. I always have times and people are like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't come to this meeting. I have this going on for this organization. I'm always like, don't be sorry for being involved. Like I, I can never be mad at you for getting involved. Thank you for taking this role and being involved on campus. So I really think it's that way to not only meet people, but that way to really just learn from others and kind of be inspired by them. Um, there's been some really cool faces in Student Senate that I still admire to this day, and I wouldn't have known them from Student Senate. And so I think it's really just that opportunity to be surrounded by awesome leaders um, while you're also cultivating and growing in, as a leader yourself. So my next question would be, can you tell us maybe how your own leadership style has developed? That's a really good question. So I would say whenever I was in high school, I kind of had the leadership style of, oh, I think we're going to do it this way. And this is the way we're going to do it. And it wasn't necessarily that I was stubborn, but it was just the way of like, I think this is how we're going to do it. And I didn't necessarily have people saying like, hey, maybe we should try it this way. Everyone was like, all right, sure, we'll do it this way. Because it was also high school when you were planning, you know, like a homecoming dance. Um, so whenever I got to Northwest, I think I was really able, someone one time said this to me my freshman year. And I think I thought it was like the coolest thing ever, but they said, listen first, talk last. And I have always kind of stood by that from there. And so if I'm in a meeting, if I'm talking to someone, if I'm taking suggestions, et cetera, I always try to listen first, talk last. And I think that's been my biggest takeaway and my biggest change as a leader is 
I try to listen to others and see what they suggest and truly go with what's best for the group or um, everything as a whole and not necessarily what we think is just going to work or what was suggested first. So I always try to take pieces, bits and pieces from everything and really see how I can expand on that and make it the best thing. And also, of course, like listening first and talking last. You mentioned senators being involved in other things. What are some of the other things you're involved with outside of Student Senate? Oh, gee. Okay. So (laughs) you don't have to list all of them. It's not like a resume, just what you choose to. So I'm in a sorority. So I am in Phi Zeta Lambda. So that's been a really, really exciting thing. Just honestly, a great way to meet more people. But also I know they say it all the time, but like meet your bridesmaids, you know, like my roommates, I know that I live with right now will be with me for the rest of my life. And then I ran for the Panhellenic Council. I did that my sophomore, junior year. So my term ended and I kind of started focusing more on student senate from there. But I did serve on the Panhellenic Council as the VP of recruitment and retention. So it really was about a a lot about looking at our numbers and also um, recruiting people, even when you're not in primary recruitment. So that was really, really exciting. My freshman year, I was able to join the alumni board of directors as the student representative. And again, this is when I talk about like meeting awesome leaders. I was actually Kyrill Jones. He's someone I admire immensely. And Kyrill Jones was the one who appointed me there. And I would have never been on that if it wasn't for student Senate and being on that. And he saw a lot of potential in me and I'll always thank him for that. And so he appointed me to follow him because he was on the alumni board of directors as the student rep. And then he appointed me to do that. So I've been doing that now for the past two years. Um, So we meet every semester. Something really exciting that I did is I served on the presidential search committee. So I worked with a lot of alumni or uh, Northwest alumni, faculty, staff, and we worked in hiring the new president. And so that was probably the most impactful thing I've done here at Northwest because I really just learned so much about even just job processes and really what it takes to be a president of a university. So that was, that was huge. And then I also serve in Order of Omega, which is just an honorary fraternity. And with that, you really focus a lot on service and giving. And so that kind of goes with um, being in Greek life too. So lots of stuff, lots, lots (laughs) of stuff. (laughs) Lots of stuff. And that's just, yeah, there's other stuff as well, but those are probably the most impactful things I've, and most ongoing things. Sometimes it's just been like a two or three month period, so If you could give younger students some advice about how to be successful at Northwest, what would you tell them? I would say get involved in at least two things or do at least two things. Someone told me that my freshman year and I loved that because two is not too much. It's not too little. If you're like me, you do like five and sometimes you have a headache, but get involved in two things, whether it's two organizations or one of your things is you are in an organization and then you also play intramural sports or something of that sort. Do two things that are going to keep you busy and really focus on that. Dedicate yourself to that. And from there, I think you'll really expand and grow. You'll meet a ton of people. Again, using that example of like Kyrill Jones appointing me for that position, like that was from Student Senate. Um, but also you meet just a ton of faculty, staff. You make a lot of connections through there. So get involved in two things. It doesn't need to be immediately I was a COB, so I didn't even join my sorority until February of my freshman year. And so it took, it can take a little bit of time, but do two things and really just run with it. Kyrell Jones was also social studies education, was he not? 
he was and that is really just a coincidence but <laughs> he was actually because then I think I think I remember even saying to myself if Kyrell could be student body president in social studies education so can I and so that was that was very encouraging for me so you're a junior so you mentioned you know teaching for a couple of years so so what's mm-hmm. the plan after the terms up at the end of this school year are you going to continue on with students in it are you going to do other things what's the plan for senior year of college so I actually am running for president again. Um, okay. I guess this is me announcing my candidacy. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. So I'm actually running for president again, just because I really love it. And there's still so much more I want to do. And I really think I just need another year to do that. But also like, I just love student senate. And so I'm running for president again. People will start seeing that on social media. Campaigning week is actually happening now. So um, if I get that, I will then be president my senior year. I don't know. I'm really, I'm an active member in my sorority. I don't hold a position there. Um, I just got on the homecoming court. So that was really exciting. So I'll probably be a little bit busy with that, but I think it's also kind of just maybe time to start me for time for me to start winding down in a way and kind of focusing on where I am going to go applying for jobs, all of that stuff. So I'm probably just going to start doing that. I've had a really busy year with being on the search committee. So that's probably where I'll be at. And I'll really just kind of focus on student Senate. And oh, I'm also the student regent. So I serve on the board of governors. And so um, I'll have a meeting like once a month for that too. So I'll probably be going to that. So I'm trying not to, I've missed a lot of class this year for student Senate related things. And I'm really trying to kind of next year, just like be a student and also, you know, be president, but make sure I'm really focusing on that student aspect. And it'll be an exciting year next year too, with a new president coming in and yes. lots of changes. So lots of lots of exciting right. stuff on the horizon for us here, for sure. Yeah. So. Well, and that's why I one of partially the reasons I want to run again for president is because I helped hire this guy. So I might as well, you know, get in there and really get to work with him. I really do think it will be. Um, I've had a lot of people actually say to me that this my second term, if I were to be president again, will probably be an entirely different year. So I think it will be really exciting. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you being on here. Well, thank you. This was, this was awesome. Thank you all so much. All right. Well, that will do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat and we'll talk to you next time.